0: At the end of the day, on my deathbed, I think I just want to be able to say that I helped at least somebody in a significant way. It always comes comes
1: back to that. Do you agree? I, like, to just giving back. Yes, because you help people. Mm-hmm. However way. Hello there. Welcome back to this podcast once more. My name is Khaled, and this is Talk Notes. Today, I have a special guest, and this is a good friend of mine who I met probably three months ago. This is going to be like a memory. He's going to tell us about himself, and it's none other than Keenan Russell. Hi, Keenan. Hello, Kelly. Everybody listening to the wonderful podcast. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I feel so good to... You're giving me this vibe, and I'm feeling comfortable to talk to you, and... um... I'm looking forward to this talk. So there you go.
0: Okay. I'm looking forward to, uh-huh. um, like Khaled said, my, I'm Keenan, Keenan Russell. Mm-hmm. I am from the United States, uh-huh. specifically the state of Ohio. I grew up, I was born in Columbus and I grew up in Reynoldsburg, which is just a nearby suburb of Columbus. Yeah. Um, a little bit about me. I am a third year this year in college. I'm almost done halfway there. Mm-hmm. Can't wait honestly <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, and I'm here in Kenya for an exchange program. I'm here for one semester, which is crazy how fast it's gone, Wow, <laughs> yeah, I just I don't want this I don't want this to end <laughs> it's so you're telling me, uh it's yeah. gone by real quick, mm-hmm. too quick. I've met some wonderful people here, mm-hmm. and it's gonna hit me hard, probably when I get back and realize, oh. Wow, all these people I've met are not here with me. But that's life, I guess. Yeah, that is life. That is life. Um,
1: We'll get back to that. Uh, But today, what we're talking about, it's basically going to be about college life, uh, life hardship, I would say, growing up and all that. But basically, it's going to be about that. And I'm going to get to know you more and... I hope you allow me to, and everyone, to listen to this because who knows, this might help anyone. It, it, this might help someone out there and it's gonna feel so sad when you leave, but it's really life. I mean, it's sad,
0: it's sad. What are you gonna miss? The people. The people? By far. <laughs> uh-huh. It doesn't even matter if I met you guys. If if I met you guys in North Korea, <laughs> I would still miss you guys just because you guys are wonderful.
1: Uh huh. Well, can you tell me a bit a bit about life in the U.S.? Um, tell me what what made you. Let's start there. What made you want to come to Kenya?
0: There were many reasons why I came to Kenya. The first main reason was the fact that I was just able to do it. And I've just wanted to travel. This is my first international experience in mm. general. Wow. Yeah. So my first country is Kenya, which is really cool to say. Yeah. But I definitely needed a break yeah. from America. It's been fun. It's all, it's fun there. Yeah. You need a break. From Sometimes. A yeah. yeah, exactly. And besides from practicality reasons, for instance, Kenya it was actually surprisingly cheap. it surprised it costed me less to come here than it would be to save my home university. Yeah. And all of y'all know college in America is way too damn expensive. Eggs? Oh my god. So very expensive. It made sense for me to just come. And to be honest, maybe I would have gone anywhere, mm-hmm. but one thing that attracted me to Kenya was the fact that I don't know, it seems like it would be really different. From America yeah, but there are a lot more similarities than I thought there was, and that's cool, honestly, but I not I would never have I made the right choice yeah what I'm trying to say you no know, for me personally um, I kind of was a little sick of maybe race politics or something like that in America. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see what it felt like to be part of the majority yeah and it is fun it does feel fundamentally different for me um and it's really cool to feel that way just to actually experience it you know what i mean um often i don't feel pointed out as much yeah and yeah i've noticed here people probably notice i'm foreign maybe half a percent 50 percent of the time Mm -hmm. it's usually some people have come up to me in public and Would speak Swahili to me for instance and but as soon as I say something they're like oh Oh, yeah yeah. he's not from here but that's cool though because you know I could just walk down the street without being stared at or followed in a store or by a police officer which have all Mm -hmm. happened to me before wow in the U.S. oh yeah yeah uh
1: yeah that's an interesting uh point you you're bringing you're bringing out um I want you to tell us about I remember we were talking we've talked about this before and you kind of told me that you like you in the US you're a minority mm-hmm. and uh you know you're having you're experiencing something different mm-hmm. here in Kenya but just kind of tell us a little bit about that
0: in the US like what has happened before um well in the US i feel like i said a little bit pointed out or mm-hmm. singled out more and it's not just let's say white people for instance mm-hmm. i have both white I have friends of you know every, I guess race. Yeah. Not that anybody's counting, mm-hmm. but let's say even from my, my my black friends, yeah, or other people. Um, I know for me, I grew up. Um, with certain challenges, I guess yeah. not necessarily bad ones. Um, I actually my brother, I even bring oh. this up. My brother, he's on the spectrum autism and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i remember at a very 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 young age this is i think my earliest memory Mm -hmm. but my parents always told me to be a role model for him because he needs it because of his uh diagnosis excuse me and i was like okay i took that to heart when i was little and Mm -hmm. to this day i have but we've had interesting relationship dynamics but i think that it shaped me and my personality all the way up to now and the reason why that ties into race yeah is because i would act a certain way you know i'd be a good person and stuff like that and which isn't saying that being a bad person is inherently like black yeah and stuff like that (laughs) yeah because that's fucked up obviously obviously yeah but i have been called you're too white and stuff like this like stuff wow like that. why
1: why do you think so i have
0: no idea and i also think it could be just with like my interest and stuff like that oh. i remember i grew up i'm probably a nerd probably which mm-hmm. is cool I'm, I'm, <laughs> i don't care about that. Uh, we don't care i don't care uh-huh. and i you know i love star trek and i love all this other stuff i grew mm. up, that's just what i grew up with in video games in my childhood and whatnot
1: being a minority i, I remember we had this talk before And you were telling me that, you know, it's kind of hard to be a minority. And you kind of grew up in, uh, you went to these colleges in high school where you were a minority. And that kind of comes with a lot. So why don't you tell us about that?
0: Sure. Um, Well, I went to public school, a public high school. Mm -hmm. Um, It was mostly, it was actually more diverse, I will say, than maybe my colleges. I go to a predominantly white institution, or PWI, yeah. which is what it's called. It's private, and it's a Lutheran-based Christian school, but mm-hmm. it's not. it doesn't focus on... You don't have to be a Christian to go to school there. Mm-hmm. But the way it affects me is, yeah, I like I said, it does feel sometimes like I get pointed out more often,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even from both sides, from white people or black people or everybody not necessarily only white and black it's a it's its own thing yeah and uh and
1: you were just talking about your relationship with your brother and uh being next to your brother all the way and i think you kind of took that in and mm. not right now you're in college and you're here in kenya what are the what are the Lessons that you would say you got. What
0: does it teach you right now? Um, right now It probably teaches me patience mm-hmm. really really being patient um, I feel like I'm one of the most tolerant people that I know Yeah, you're you're I you're a really
1: patient guy and I like the way when you you're just chilled for those who don't who don't know him he's just a chill guy and you'll tell him something although yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like i try to be accommodating for people i mean i just i do like people even if i don't act like it sometimes sometimes i feel like i'm allergic to people but i do love people i'm just (laughs) i'm tired sometimes like i get sleepy yeah and i want to have my alone time yeah i really need my but that doesn't necessarily mean I hate people. Yeah. I just definitely need my own space every now and then. Mm. But I do like hearing people, talking to people, mm-hmm. even when I'm here in Kenya. It's crazy because in America I feel like we all keep to ourselves. You know, we walk really? down. We walk if I, if I'm walking on the sidewalk, no one would we look at the ground, I feel like. But here, I don't know if it's because it's school or because people see me around, but I mean, I don't know how many times people have come up to me and just started a conversation. Yeah. Either they'd say, hey, I'm in your so-and-so class. How are you doing? What's your day like? Or, hey, I don't know you at all, but regardless, how are you? That's crazy to me. No one does that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe every now and then in America, but it just happens here. It just happens way more here, if I, that makes
1: sense. I am glad that you've seen that because I do believe that uh, there is a difference in the way uh, our cultures and the way we approach to other people And I feel like we're so many, so, so, so much, I would say like open-minded and we're just friendly. I I don't know if you, if you got that. And like some countries, they'll be like, oh, this country, like so friendly. The people are so friendly.
0: I got that. Yeah. There is that, there's that thing. I noticed it was so confusing. You do this and a lot of other people (laughs) do this, but if I like I'm holding this book and I drop it. You guys say sorry. Yeah. That's for a while. I always thought, Why are you saying sorry? I'm the one that fucking. Well, it. <laughs> you. At first, that was interesting, but I it's just cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Now I say it even if I see somebody. Oh, now you do it. Yeah. Now oh I do. Oh my it. god. Because it's just cool. And I it's mean, just a it is just being. Ah, uh, I don't know what to say. It's just being uh, a. Courteous. Yeah. Almost. Courteous. Yeah. Instead, because. I mean, my, my friends back home, we would say, like, I don't know, if I dropped something, they'd be like, haha, idiot, or something. But they'd be <laughs> joking, you know? Yeah. But even here, that's, it's just cool. It's yeah. just a slight difference. That yeah.
1: It, at some point, it is something to joke about yeah. something. But, you know, sometimes you need <laughs> to have that, you know, that mindset in a way. Even
0: if a stranger did that, mm-hmm. I feel like in America, oh, people, you wouldn't do anything. I mean you wouldn't say anything. No, either that or people might laugh actually. I don't know. And I'm I'm sorry. I might even be like I would like I would like cover my mouth oh. and, but I would help the person. Oh, okay. But, but you guys you go straight to it. You say mm-hmm, sorry. Mm-hmm. You help the person. I don't
1: know. I guess it's a cultural difference I'd say.
0: Yeah, it's just cool. You
1: know, and uh, I'm glad that you pointed that out cuz you know, one thing that I've seen cuz I myself being here in this in this country i've realized that you know you get to see different ways people react and the way people react it's based on the way where they're from what uh especially the country or the continent like um and you know how to deal best with them the you know how to deal with them in a nice way i would say you know how to accommodate um nicely i would say have you seen that yeah, here I have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause um, it's all about you know, when you go to another country, then you're experiencing another culture. I didn't want to say you would see that in the U.S. because obviously it's a very diverse. Uh, I'm pretty sure you have like so many uh, nationalities in your mm-hmm. in your college, but then once you get to step outside of your country, that's when you see the difference. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned your friends. Can you tell me, are your friends like people that you really like? Like, they say that friends are like another family. Would you say that? <laughs> Would you
0: agree to that statement? Yeah I, yeah, I agree to the sentiment of that statement. Um, for my friends back home, yeah, I feel like I know many people. I am familiar with so many people across mm-hmm my state i guess uh, between my marching band friends then my school friends and then friends i met in this program this after school program i mean yeah and then my college friends and then hell and then my kenyan friends like, yeah you know, you know or people you know so i have a lot of i i'm really familiar with a lot of people mm-hmm. but i'm really 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 close with mmm maybe 10 people maybe Mm -hmm. if i i could pick and choose who i who i'd want to have for the rest of my life you know to keep in touch with maybe 10 people oh out of the hundreds of people that i'm at least familiar with or Mm going to have a conversation with
1: yeah when did you start to feel like you're connecting so much with your friends because i remember like in high school I didn't have so much connections with the friends that i was making and probably we don't even talk anymore mm-hmm. i don't know but uh but i feel like college is really deep i would say i don't know if you agree to that but i've just discovered amazing people ever since i joined and i'm lo- i'm loving them and it's like another family I-, I i would say that it's been like that for me as well but um Tell me about your college life. How was how was it? Like you know, there is this thing that people like to say, college life, especially when you joined.
0: Tell <laughs> us about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, college life, yeah. Um, college life for me was it had a slow start. It really didn't feel that much different from high school, at least for me. Oh, wow. Um, it academics my freshman year they weren't that bad um in terms of friends and stuff like that, that i made that was also a little slow i remember for me being a freshman was kind of tough not necessarily because of school like academics or anything like that but
1: mm-hmm.
0: just getting used to college life could be a little isolating sometimes at least for me yeah um i didn't even get actually for my first choice of college I did not get into because I screwed up on my application process. Oh, my God. And, yeah, if you ever find time, the University of Cincinnati has the best campus I'd look at. Oh. It's it's just beautiful to look at. Nice. And it has my major. It had my major. Um, and that was my first choice, except I was not eligible for, for financial aid or scholarships because of the mistake I yeah, made. Yeah, you did. So I had to <laughs> double down and say, okay, what else can I do? So I ended up choosing this university called Capital because of, yeah, they gave me a lot of scholarship money, which was good, obviously, but it was really small. It's a private university. Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned it's Lutheran based and that's about it really. But going into college, because of all that, I maybe did not have the best mindset because I was thinking oh man do I even want to be here mm. I wanted I wanted to be in UC yeah not capital so I kind of just went I just kind of just went with it just to you know mm-hmm. day by day just let's get this day over with But you got used to it and I eventually did and yes I did make friends at capital some goofy friends but <laughs> yeah they're my friends uh, um, what what funny things do you guys do They're just oh man um funny things that we do there's this thing called cap crawl, um, okay. which is basically just day drinking. That's that's literally it. That's it's so oh man. It's you just go from house to house, house parties. It's just day drinking. It's on St Patrick's Day. Do you
1: guys celebrate St Patrick's Day? No, we don't.
0: Yeah, I didn't think so. But yeah, that's a thing in America. You just it's just an excuse for everybody to be Irish, quote yeah, unquote, yeah. and just day drink. I don't see everybody's Irish, Day. I really
1: Patrick's day. don't see you like day drinking no i don't i really no, no, no. don't see you do that because no. actually i even i haven't even seen you drinking at all but That's you just gi- give me it <laughs> <laughs> just give me this uh vibe that you're i don't know yes you drink but you drink uh in a nice way you yes. drink
0: uh you're just mindful when you're drinking yeah <laughs> i've fun facts i didn't really go out that much in america but yeah. here oh my Wow, so much Mm -hmm. willingly and unwillingly unwillingly because of my friends, but it's been fun most every time, yeah. And yeah, I drink, um, I drink then it was, um, fun. I've had you know Kenya Cane, Kanyagi, all these other drinks. (laughs) Oh, I got,
1: I mean, when you get here, it's, I would say that. I went in my first club when I reached Kenya, mm-hmm. which was a good thing. I think that experience, because back home I would never do that. <laughs> but, uh, what are your hobbies? What do you do? At
0: home? Especially with your friends maybe. Yeah. At home, right, I would play basketball with my neighborhood friends a lot. Um, I would play a lot of video games too, as a hobby. Just with my friends yeah. online and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I have a PlayStation Four. and I would use that. What else? I know. I also play trombone. I don't know if I mentioned I was in marching band. Oh wow. Um, yes, that's really fun. I really like just playing music, and I kind of miss it because I would not bring it. I did not want to bring it here. Oh, it's to really, Kenya. Yeah, because that just what means. So you're really good at it. Um. I feel like I'm probably rusty because my chops, I haven't played, you know, mm, you have to Right play. now. Yeah. yeah they're, they're probably a bit loose, but that's okay. Uh, what else do so I So that's, do? that's a, that's a, a artistic uh, side of you, like It, you... Is, it <laughs> is. It is my creative outlet that I feel I need to keep on doing. Doing. You, like you find joy when doing it. it yeah. Honestly. I want to learn more jazz, mm-hmm. honestly, because that's, I like jazz, honestly. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like uh it's one of the things that you
1: that kind of winds you down when you're not feeling good? Because most people have something like that.
0: It is because it just I means you can just kind of mess around on your instrument. For instance, my trombone. <laughs> you can just go on it, just toot on it for a while. I don't know. It's just fun. Yeah. And I didn't realize it because I mean, in marching band in high school. You're just kind of you have to be there, and you, oh. sometimes you don't want to be there, and you're out in the sun playing so this. You basically thing. started like that. It did, but I realized people are jealous to the fact that I know how to play an instrument. A lot of people don't. don't. So, but I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. So I realized that I guess I'm blessed to be able to know how to play it. So I should, you know, keep. Keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah, definitely. Do you feel
1: like you could you see yourself doing it professionally, or it's just if I I
0: wish I could play professionally, the, at that skill level. Yeah. Because I mean that it's just cool it's... to hear people play professionally. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll. I'll be shocked if I do, but if I do. But okay. it does require a lot of practice. Dude. It does, especially with the trombone. But yeah, I could see myself. I'd rather see myself messing around with my friends who are also in band. You know just go on a street corner play for in public mm-hmm. get some money people you know, oh the yeah, hat, yeah, yeah you, know, put you money mentioned that before yeah you be mentioned kinda, that before would be you
1: cool. able like would you be able would you have the guts to do it like it's it takes a lot it takes a lot of
0: yeah i if i it would take a little bit for me mm-hmm. to get the guts for it but that's just because i'm not probably as good as it used to be but
1: i would like to shift a little bit and just go to talking about you keenan Growing up, um, the way you are and what you passed through. Now I would like to talk about your personality. Uh, you're a bit of a quiet guy. And this is, this is something that I like to bring out in this podcast. And it's about, you know, to me, you f- it feels like you're kind of introverted. But I, 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 I never like to, I don't like to bring it up bring it up just like that because it might be different. It might not be the way you feel like. For whatever reason, but okay. it can be a- interesting to kind of know how your life and your struggles, the way it kind of shaped you in the person that you are right now, the Keenan that I see right now. What what is one thing that you feel like shaped you in your whole life, and you know that one thing that you feel like that one main yeah. Thing
0: one that you have in your life and that describes you yeah okay the one main thing would definitely be my brother Mm -hmm. um my brother he is 19 now he is 19 19. yeah he's 19 he's uh younger than you he is younger than me um he is a senior in high school Mm. his name is kyle oh kyle Kyle russell yeah he has definitely been the main thing that i guess has shaped me this is because he's actually um on the spectrum. He was diagnosed with autism. I don't know how old he was, but when he was really, really young. Yeah. Um, And we've grown up together, obviously. But it's different because having a brother or sibling that's on the spectrum brings about certain challenges. Yeah, and responsibilities. And responsibilities, and especially. I remember a specific conversation with my parents. This is one of my earliest memories. I'm not even talking about what you ate yesterday, but one of those memories that you just remember when you were, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you were really young. Um, they just told me, Keenan, you have to be able to be a role model for your brother because of his diagnosis and whatnot. And I don't know if it's just the way I am, but I mean, when I was little, I took that to heart. I don't know. I just listened to them. I didn't really question it. I just mm-hmm. kind of did it and i didn't maybe i didn't necessarily think that in my head but i did it through my actions Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah i see it um so that meant i don't know just being a good person overall because oftentimes i don't know i sometimes if i see a person who might even be by themselves i think they could be my brother you know you know does that make sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or at least they could be in a similar place like my brother so I guess
1: that kind of explains the way you're caring to people. Because I feel like you're caring for mm-hmm. a short amount of time that you've been here in Kenya. And since I know you, I feel like you have that part of you that cares about people. And when you see someone who's like going through something bad. And I feel like you'll be that person who would go reach
0: out to them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because um, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all going through stuff. We might as well try to help each other out. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially, especially, in your early twenties. Oh my God! Yeah, (laughs) I just turned twenty one in October, so I already feel I don't know you. Oh wow! I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's just a lot. Appreciate the fact that you are telling me that about your brother. No problem. And um, definitely getting some a lesson out of anything in our life. And I think that is a good thing to know that this is a very, it's an, it's a very important aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. You kind of cherish it. And it's, it's, a, it's kind For of, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's what defines you in a way. You're in college, you are here in Kenya, uh, you're going to go back home. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> and it feels that And when you were coming here in Kenya, what were your, what
0: were your expectations? I would say, well. <laughs> yeah, my expectations. Yeah, I mean, besides my friends and family joking saying, "Why are you going to Africa? You know, wow. what's, you know what it's like." These stuff, stupid stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because of that specifically, I told myself, "You, there are no, you don't have any expectations. Whatever happens, mm-hmm. it's gonna happen." Because I mean, I feel like whenever you try, you, if you have expectations, there's room for them to, to not be correct. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess the one expectation that I thought I made... i don't know—I didn't really expect to meet these man, this many people, in such a short amount of time, and make this this many friends. Yeah. I never expected that. Did you
1: ever expect that you were, because I feel like the Keenan that I saw the first day is definitely not the Keenan that you are, you are right now. It might
0: well, it very well might be the case. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be really odd, when I return home Mm. um i don't know my friends have definitely said that things have changed with them back home even within my town you know there are these new restaurants that opened up you know that's cool it's small but it's just a part of a bigger thing which is the fact that things are going to be they're going to be physically different at home but they're also just going to feel different it's going to feel different that I don't get to see my friends here anymore. It's going to feel different that I'm not in Kenya. It's going to feel different that I'm just not yeah, here, honestly. Yeah. And it's that's going to be interesting to navigate emotionally. Right. These are really nice experiences to <laughs> so thank for. Um, yeah. how many countries how
1: many countries have you traveled before? Zero. In zero this is my first
0: international experience wow do you do you see yourself traveling more yeah i've always wanted to travel the reason why i studied abroad was you know you want to travel Mm -hmm. um i mentioned that the very first day of orientation at my school in america i asked them about study abroad and they pointed me to the office and I got to know the lady there she's yeah. really nice and she helps me to be here today oh, so yeah i thank her for that obviously
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but yes i do want to travel i already have i'm starting to make a list in my head oh, already me too yeah tell me one <laughs> One. yeah tell me like two or three <laughs> two or three um well there are a lot of countries where that would visit just because there are people that i know there yeah i would visit burundi ah. just because you're there Yes, I would visit Dubai because Majid is, is there. Um, Germany, Jonas, Jonas, France. Oh, okay. But so people, friends, according to where your but, friends are, but not necessarily. Um, I'm interested in Kigali, Rwanda. I've just read up about how oh, the city so beautiful. is beautiful. I'd it's go really there. I would um, go with you. Another, another. <laughs> I would love that. Another place, Singapore. Oh. Yeah, it's
1: like Singapore is really. The, the it's actually compared to Rwanda really? in a way yeah it's I hear this more most often that they say uh Rwanda is like Singapore of, wow. it's like it's like Singapore of Africa so in a way interesting. it's like they compare it that's how beautiful Singapore wow. is and I, I I like that country because I think my passport is eligible to get a visa there easily like yeah, Burundi
0: so and Singapore.
1: Yeah, I think so. And uh, and Kigali is really beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Nice. I have my some of my family members who live there, and that's where I did wow. my high school. I think I told you that.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, do you have a person that you feel like this person inspires me? I feel like this is a part that we didn't look at right now. A
0: person. Yeah. Does have to be a family member or anybody anyone, in general? Anyone and please mention why. Please mention why. No... Pro- okay. No problem. Um... The person who I look up to the most... I mean... It's kind of cliche. Yeah. I wish you met him. But probably my father or my dad. Oh, Because he was here briefly for a week and a half. In Kenya, actually. Yeah. He came to visit me. I feel so bad that I didn't get No, to it's me. not your fault. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, he stayed at Safari Park. But, I mean, he's cool. <laughs> Obviously. But, I mean... My dad is a very interesting person. He is... If you think I'm quiet, he's more more quiet. Than you. Yes. But I also look up to my mom, too. Because it's interesting. Because she is not quiet. And she's kind of (laughs) crazy. That's a good conversation. It is a good... They equal each other out. And I often flip back and forth between my dad and my mom. Yeah. If I'm normally, naturally more like my father. But Mm -hmm. if I'm having fun and I'm comfortable around people, people have told me I would like my mom. I'm more expressive, more outgoing, and more willing to have a good time. That's your mom's side. I think so. Uh, And I appreciate that. I guess you you kind of
1: take that from both the parents at some point. I think so. I
0: I see them interact day by day and it's just that's how they are. Yeah, But I mean... But besides my family, I'm not going to lie. I kind of look up to you a little bit. I'm not even going to lie. What? Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. You're really influential in all the friends that I've oh made here. Oh, my God. I think I've said this before. But, you know, Majid, Kim, Socrates. I love them. I Shira, Jonathan, I love them. Oh, oh my, God. my God. I swear.
1: I can't wait for them to Please. hear this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, once they hear it, if y'all are in America specifically ohio actually scratch that i don't care if you're in you can just be in texas as long as you step as long as you're in america i will drop everything and try my hardest <laughs> to meet y'all oh my god but yeah you're pretty cool and not pretty cool but you, you know what i mean yeah uh, i know what you mean
1: i am really touched that you just say that because no it's, no it's okay recently i just realized that we don't get to and this is something that i try to do and uh-huh. to bring out to other people not necessarily, uh, I don't have to get it, but since I'm getting it, I'm actually taking it. Really. <laughs> I'm yeah. thanking you so much because it's really nice to, you know, highlight other people's um, strengths and, you know, thank them. Sometimes I'll wake up and be like, oh my God, I just want to hug them. <laughs> I just, yeah, because yeah. I, I went through, a, uh, I don't want to go into that because I want to listen to you more, but it's... It's a blessing. And I realize I try to connect the dots. And I feel like my life has meaning in a way. If this wasn't... If they were not there, it wouldn't be the same way you get. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my God. That realization is like, oh, wow. And I just feel so much... I just feel like I'm so grateful. And I want to cherish the moment that I have with them. So... It means a lot. <laughs> no problem. I and I'm so happy that you got to experience some of these amazing people here in Kenya. Out of all this experience that you've had here in Kenya, what is one habit that you're taking back home? Like, one thing that you feel like, oh, now I've changed because yeah. the way we do things here in Kenya, or the way you do it things, mm-hmm. the way you react to things back home, it's
0: pretty much different. Mm-hmm. Probably more confidence, I, oh. I think. I think I had like to. I've been that. forced to. I've been put in situations where I just had to be uh-huh. more confident, or just be. Say you know what, just just do it. Just do wow. it. I guess. Interesting. Um. And even as these days, sh- until my departure come. Until until I leave, I e I still have to practice that. Yeah. Um, i think that's the main thing that i at least want to take back yeah um and just listening to myself more you know it's cool that i'm tolerant and stuff but there i need to also say okay if this if this isn't bs i gotta call it out you know what i mean Mm -hmm. which isn't bad i will be nice doing it because there's no point in being spiteful just to be spiteful
1: you know yeah
0: um, that's just me though
1: I, I like that because uh, I remember once I kind of saw you with a a journal and oh, man. yeah, <laughs> I realized that you had a journal and I, I told you, I also have a journal um, and I've mentioned this before and I always mentioned this, that, you know, it's not for everyone. I won't, I won't just force anyone to just do it, you know, but then since you've had the experience before, since you've started the, the whole experience journaling And I like journaling, and recently it's been amazing for me because, with a with a crazy mind that I have, it just helps me to stay okay with the with the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Um, till now, have you seen
0: any change? Do you think it's something that you're gonna keep doing? (laughs) I think so. Mm -hmm. I want to, like you said. Yeah. Sometimes I forget, you know, that I to write it to write in it, but that's that's okay um i do want to keep writing in it it's just one of those things that i noticed when i did write it helps me to decompress Mm -hmm. especially before bed especially before bed um for a while it was hard because this light didn't work and but they fixed it eventually Mm -hmm. um but at the same time when i'm home i think i'll need my journal especially Mm -hmm. just you know trying to navigate how i might feel when i get home how I just might cope with you know just not being here anymore and you know getting to know my friends back home again yeah I like the fact that you you're saying that you're gonna keep
1: doing it anything that involves someone finding more about themselves it's amazing I don't <laughs> yeah. know how if you realize that we're moving towards this era where there's so much self-awareness many people are Going towards this direction and this is a good example would be right now we're sitting down here we're just two dudes who are 22 and 21 and we're talking about life we're talking about you know our history I know that my dad for a fact doesn't sit he's not a type who has conversations you know and that's the power of conversations and to be able to sit down and you know look back it's really amazing and I'm so proud of you that you are saying that you're gonna keep doing that I mean it's so beautiful you I feel like right now just tell me if you agree but one thing that is so important in someone's life is knowing about you first so that you can be able to Provide or uh, accommodate for other people because how can you do that if you don't know yourself first and you do that in any way that you feel like it's appropriate for you? And finding it is a, is a challenge. I've gone through that. Yeah, imagine it's like it's okay not to know exactly, yeah. but then you don't have to lose yourself. That's the thing because uh, yeah. if you lose yourself, that's when you regret. I'll be like, Oh, I wish I've done this earlier but then if you know you know oh, i like this thing i like this, that point because i sometimes say that i I actually s- listened to this before that hardship and you know the sense of not knowing where you are is a, actually a transition i don't know if, in that time that you're feeling bad and you're not knowing what you're doing most probably you're gonna be um, not yourself, you're going to be going through uh, something different, you see? Maybe you're going to be learning something new. You're, for example, right now, you are here in this, in this country, that's a difference, that, that's a change, you know? And you have to adapt. But then in that process of adapting, you're learning new skills, it's little skills, you know, that are, that are going to help you into figuring out who you, how you're going to figure, how you're going to do the whole thing basically and that whole process that's it that's the transition if you don't go through that hardship that means you won't get to that level so okay. that's the transition and embracing it is actually really important embrace embracing it rather than getting lost so i feel you so much when you say that oh i don't know what to do but then that's it actually i i applaud you right now because meaning that when you are not meaning that when you're not feeling like when you're feeling lost actually you're doing something interesting yeah
0: honestly no no um when you're feeling lost you're that's it
1: it. (laughs) yeah that's that's where the power lies in that's the point of it yeah Mm-hmm. have you never heard of this you know get out of your comfort zone that's where every that's where the magic is it's kind of like that
0: mm-hmm. yeah i've heard that oh okay. yeah it's yeah. kind of
1: like that it's more about you know figuring out um understanding more and making sense of the small little things that are happening in our lives like we see them we just know that this is a bag but then you don't know what's the use of it when you know the use of it you know it's important yeah and that's why it's like important to internalize (laughs) and just trying to look inward sometimes yeah I do agree with that actually yeah have you ever had that experience where you feel like You lost. Can you tell me about that? And what did you do? And does that
0: even feel like oh
1: I should have known?
0: Mm -hmm. Um maybe not lost. I maybe just well, uncertain or just unsure. Mm -hmm. Uncertainty is a big thing. Yeah, uncertainty. Yeah. That's that's I felt that way many times. Trying to decipher what I might want to do in life, career wise. Yeah. Um, college especially you know is this one girl into me I don't know oh, yeah. type, of, type of stuff like that yeah. um, it's kind of cool now that I think of it in terms of what you've said because I guess there is a reason for where did I there's this quote that was like all lessons are worth learning mm-hmm. regardless if they're you know them or not yeah heard that. Or, that. <laughs> or if they're Good or bad, uh-huh. you, know, you okay. live and learn. You uh-huh. just, yeah, I do. Tell me about that. I would like to go. Those <laughs> lessons that I've learned. Yeah,
1: like those moments where you feel like, oh, are they called epiphanies? I don't
0: know. Yeah. I call them epiphanies for some reason. <laughs> oh, like what? The first time was right when you pronounce it. Yeah. Okay, epiphanies. it's a really hard word. to epiphamy. Epiphanies. <laughs> See now I can. not it. It's okay. Okay. I, um mmm mm. Um I guess um those moments of sudden realization. Yeah, sudden is, realizations. Um You're good at something, I don't know. I don't know. Um when I was little I remember feeling really happy, but I was in eighth grade which is um, right before secondary school, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was maybe 13 at the time, but I was volunteering at the special needs camp. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, for my brother. Or oh, okay. It wasn't for my brother. At first, it was because I was home alone, and my parents had made me choose between that and Latchkey. And I won't get into Latchkey because I hated it so much, but... This camp that I was in, was, you know, had kids with special needs and stuff like that, and I got an row I had gotten an award for best role model or something like that. Wow! And these little kids all just tackled me, and um, <laughs> they were so happy that I got this award. They dogpiled on uh, me, but there was so it was so it was so cool because you know they were hugging me, but they were like maybe. 15 kids mm-hmm. all around me. You know, have you ever heard that, would you rather fight like 100 kindergartners or, you know that? That's no. how it felt, but <laughs> it, was, it was so cool though. It was a, I realized in that moment, that I was like, oh, this is nice. I couldn't even pinpoint exactly how I felt. Yeah. I just remember feeling, this is really nice. Do you think that
1: uh, you have this hidden calling? Hidden calling? Yeah, I feel like that's it. Well, everyone has a hidden calling. Like, I just believe that everyone is here for a reason, like, on this earth.
0: Oh, I think... Yeah. I, I, think... I, I think that's what you're trying to say. At the end of the day, on my deathbed, I think <laughs> I just want to be able to say that I helped at least somebody. Yeah. In a significant way. It always comes comes back to that. Do you agree? I'd... Like, to just giving back. Yes, because, yeah, I... I think I want to help people.
1: Mm-hmm. However way. That's really interesting and amazing. I I resonate with that cuz in my religion that's what we're taught like just giving back. Exactly. And then the funny the interesting part about giving back, I'm giving back it's like generally actually just to be to be um a giving person a generous person you kind of like it always comes back you know there's no reason for someone to not have that because you give and you get <laughs> you, you, read give and you give and you you what you sow yeah saw. you give and you get mm-hmm. and I, I just want to point out that it's very important that everyone has that because there was this person that was like these are like needs that we we have and it will always come back to giving back. Mm-hmm. you become successful, you learn something new, you use that, you become successful, you become someone you get you get yourself you you get yourself a name, but then <laughs> it's gonna come back to you know you giving back to the people so that they support not support you, but then it's like it's like a chain it's like a chain i don't know if you you know it's like a chain you give. You get back you know it's kind of like that <laughs> no I agree. I, mm-hmm. agree I would like to ask you one more question about now <laughs> you being with your friends back home what are you gonna tell them about here about
0: this experience <laughs> what can't you wait to be like oh my god you guys <laughs> it's not what you think, what? and I would. First thing I'd be like, it's not what you think, wow. and it's one of the best things that's happened to me in recent memory. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. At this point, I'm gonna ask you three quick questions.
1: I call them quickie questions. It's like you try. <laughs> it's 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 something that I hear so much in podcasts. I was like, okay, what? How can I yeah. do this for myself? Okay, but I like it. You know, okay. I like. Wait, I didn't steal it. (laughs) But then it's like... You were inspired. Yeah, I was inspired by them. But then it's like uh, a quick fire question. Quick fire questions? Yeah. Are they yes or no? uh, Not yes, but then you try to answer it. As succinctly as possible. Yeah, as possible. Okay. Where do you see
0: yourself in the future? I see myself doing something that i love regardless of the money mm-hmm. and with people that loves me and at least one person that loves me intimately mm-hmm. and someone that accepts me through who i am
1: okay nice second one do you have one habit that you will never ever stop doing in your life YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Um, if you were to sit with someone right now, who would it be and why? Sit? Yeah, sit down with someone.
0: Does this person have to be alive? No, or? they don't no. have to. Oh, okay. Mm, prob- I would want to sit and have a long conversation with my granddad. Granddad. Yes, because I wish I knew him when he wasn't sick. Yeah. Um, Because I don't remember much other than that.
1: Okay, that's a nice one. Well, uh, I wanted to ask another one, even though it's three, and then pick one. Might as well at this point, (laughs) since you mentioned it. Uh, So, now, what is one person that you would absolutely oh oh i i take it back take it back what is one source of inspirational uh content that you would
0: uh suggest to the listeners and to me okay um i would suggest that everybody including yourself and I need to work on this too
1: it can be a book it can be a video it can be anything like one source of content that you would suggest people to look at
0: um I would suggest my favorite book in general is probably The Power of Myth oh by Joseph Campbell okay it's simple reading it's just a transcript of an interview yeah and they talk about a lot of things that really piques my curiosity in general yeah i would recommend it
1: okay 100 percent. one more what is one habit that you don't have but you wished i mean you you want to learn what is one habit that you would like to learn
0: um to have i would say uh confidence even if that means faking it yeah my bandwidth always said, fake it till you make make it, it. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. I like that one, but then there is another another version of it. I don't know if you've heard of it. I actually recommend that everyone looks at it. It's a YouTube TED Talk. I'm actually obsessed with TED Talks. It's uh Same. it's um. Amy Cotty. Okay. Fake it till you become it. It's something like oh. that. It's instead of saying fake it till you make it, but it's fake it till you become it. You are amazing. No problem. Kevin, uh,
0: any last words? Um, Last words. Um, It's been so much fun here in Kenya. Mm-hmm. I can't... I guess I think I'll have fun talking about it. Oh. Reliving the memories when I get back. Yes.
1: Hence having even this top note. Like, it's actually something. I. It's like a memory true. of like, Oh my God, I said it, this guy. <laughs> well, Yeah. So that's it guys thank you so much for listening till the end um it's a combination of young people talking and making sense out of thoughts and talks that we talk about in our daily lives and i hope you resonated with this and i hope you got something out of this that's always the the goal in this podcast so i'll end saying that um you're so much amazing if you listen to this and even if you didn't finish but that means a lot that means something that means next time you'll maybe finish it um it's a wrap see you on the